Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, you guys. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Things Could Be Worse. I'm your host, Bailey Diedrich. And um, if you're watching visually today, if you're watching this episode visually, um, you might be like, oh my gosh, it looks like you just got done crying. Yeah, it's because I just got done crying. Um, I'm emotional as hell right now. I, I I was about to say, I don't know what's up with me, but I, I, I know it's my period. I'm on my period. It's day one of my period. The last couple of days have been emotional for me, usually leading up to my period, like the three days before my period. I get super emotional. I get angry. Like that is when the mood swings and stuff are the craziest and like the most intense. So I've been really emotional the last couple of days and I feel like I haven't really let it out. Like usually I have like a good cry right before my period and I didn't do that this month so um I actually just cried now and I think it's just because I have like built up emotions um that I haven't dealt with and you know it's so shitty being a girl because it's like I feel these emotions like I feel so sad right now and I also feel pissed off at the same time but it's like why like why do I feel that way because I don't even know like I know there's there's stuff going on there's like stressors in my life but like why do I feel that way and then it's like oh it's because you're on your period and then it's like oh, well, why? And it's like, oh, it's because of your hormones. And it's like, why? Like, none of these are answers. Like, why do I have to feel this way? Just because my uterine lining is fucking tearing itself out of my body. You know what I mean? Like, it's just unfair. So this episode is going to be about um, being a girl and how it's sometimes really sucky. It's kind of just going to be a girl talk. I had you guys ask me questions. I posted on the Things Could Be Worse pod Instagram. I was like, I'm pissed off. I'm on my period and I want to cry. Like, ask me questions relating to periods. Just like, ask me questions about being a girl. Um, So this is pretty much a girl talk, but I also kind of want to talk about um, a little housing update, a little apartment update, because I toured my first apartment today. And I know I've talked a little bit about apartment hunt, not even apartment hunting, because that just started today. But I've talked a little bit about why I want to move out of my parents' house, why I am kind of looking for my own place, and like why I think it's going to help me. I feel like I've talked about it in a few different episodes now, so I don't want to be like a broken record and like tell that whole story again but if you don't know if you haven't tuned into the other episodes basically um I just am feeling really creatively uninspired right now when it comes to like social media and creating YouTube videos and even like the podcast like I feel like I've just I haven't had any inspiration and I every single week I'm like okay I have to record a podcast and it's like what do I talk about and like nothing is coming to me creatively and it's like I don't even 
I don't even know what to do um, because it makes me sad. Not only because it's like my job, like I have to post videos. I have to do the pod. I mean, I don't have to do the podcast because I don't really make money on the podcast. I make like a tiny little bit, but nothing crazy. Like I could quit the podcast if I wanted to. That's that's the point I'm trying to get at. I don't want to quit. I love doing the podcast. I love YouTube. I love making TikToks. I love all of it. Like it used to bring me so much joy. Like that's why I'm doing this. And lately it hasn't felt joyful. It hasn't felt fun it feels just like a chore it feels like work and that is so scary because the second that this turns into work it's going to be like miserable and I I want to get back to the point where this is so much fun for me and I love doing this like right now I'm having fun like I love this I'm not forcing myself to do this by any means but all I'm saying is lately I don't know it's probably seasonal freaking depression it's probably seasonal you know changes that are happening it's like okay the winter hits and all of a sudden I have no motivation like that seems to be a correlation right but also I just think that I'm at the point in my life where I need to move on to a next step. Like, I need a next step. I need something to look forward to. I need something, you know, I need something. And I've tried the traveling route, like, oh, let me just plan a trip and, like, look forward to that. But it's, like, the trip is amazing. It fulfills me. It gives me life experience. It gives me memories. It gives me a fun time. But then I come home and everything is the exact same. So I feel like I need to switch up my home. Um, I love this house that I'm living in. It's my dad's house. Um, it's great. I have two rooms. Like I have so much space. It's not about the space. Like I don't need more space. It's more just like I want to feel independent and I want it to be my space. Like I want to know that this is like my space. So like I want an apartment because I want to decorate the living room how I want and I want it to be like a good happy space for me. I work from home. I do all of my like I literally don't even leave my house unless I have plans with friends. I have plans with my boyfriend. I have an appointment. I have errands to run. I don't leave the house unless I have to. I don't like wake up every single day and go to school. I don't wake up every single day and go to work. Like that's not what I do. That's not how my life works. So I need to make sure that I'm like happy in my space and it seems dramatic like maybe just like redo your room bitch like you don't need to move but then it's like I don't know I don't even know what I want you guys I I don't want to sit here and like bore you with my like literal existential crisis but I don't know I don't know what to do I have been like debating this going back and forth for a really long time and it's just nothing is becoming more clear like the more I think about it the more confused I get on what I want but um I just decided to go tour an apartment today just because, you know, maybe that would, if I got there and I was like, okay, can I see myself living here? Can I see myself being like alone in this apartment, like having my space or like, am I walking into this apartment and being like, I could never imagine myself here. Like that was kind of the vibe I was trying to grab. And I think I kind of grabbed a vibe, but I'm also still not completely sure. So basically I've kind of been looking and saving apartments on my apartments.com app uh, for the last couple of months. And I narrowed it down to five apartments. Originally two of them got back to me. I emailed all of them like saying that I wanted to set up a tour and stuff. Two of them got back to me and said that they don't have any apartments available they're all leased up so I kind of crossed those off and I was left with three options I reached out to three of them all three of them got back to me but one of them is like not setting up a showing like they haven't gotten back to me about setting up a showing but one of them was today one of them is for tomorrow and then one of the apartments that originally got back to me and said that they didn't have availability it said to me today they sent a text and they were like we have somebody moving out in the beginning of April and there's a one bedroom available so I'm gonna go look at that one on Friday and I'm 
really excited for that one because I was so sad when they said that they had no availability because it's honestly the cheapest one and it looks really freaking nice. Like it looks as nice as the other ones, but it's cheaper, like not significantly, but it's one of the cheaper ones. I think the cheapest one actually that I found that I liked. So that's kind of fun. I'm actually going and like seeing these apartments and stuff now and trying to see if I could see myself there. The one today, uh, it's a brand new building. They literally aren't even done like decorating the inside of it. Like all of the common areas. He was like explaining to us. He was like, well, right here when you walk in, like there's going to be couches and we're going to have like a few different desks and computer places to like work if you want to like get out of your apartment and come down. And then there's like other stuff, but like none of it was there. It was still just like kind of, you know, you could tell it was like just built. So that kind of is nice because it's like a brand new building. Nobody's ever lived in these apartments before. It's a fresh start for me, but it's also a fresh start for this building. It's just like new energy. It's just, it felt really good walking in there. That's also assuring because you know everything is going to work because it's like brand new and it's not like damaged and stuff. And also like when you're moving into apartments, you know, you can be kind of iffy about like mold. Like there can be like mold in the shower that they like paint over. Like I've heard horror stories about apartments so it's kind of nice that everything is brand new there was a bunch of apartments that are open a bunch of different layouts and he showed us all of them he showed us the one bedroom options and then he also showed us two of the two bedroom options and i love the two bedroom ones bro they're so much like bigger and more spacious but like i cannot do that like i could do that but i'm not gonna do that because that would be like irresponsible as shit unless i could find a roommate but i don't even want a roommate because the whole point is that i want to live alone so that i can like have my freedom to like film and not have other people in my way and just like have my own space that's mine you know what I mean and if I have a roommate it's not my space so the first one that he showed us I went with my brother by the way when I'm saying us me and Noah went and the first one we walked into I literally immediately fell in love with I was like okay this one I'll take it I'll take it it was really open like the kitchen was like connected to the living room but there was like an island separating it I really want an island like that is like a main thing for me which might sound like so petty and dramatic like bitch you don't need an island but I really want an island for filming purposes and I know it sounds stupid but like it it makes sense to me the bedroom was a decent size I guess for an apartment it was not like it was definitely small especially compared to my bedroom here like I have a huge bedroom I think my bedroom is literally the size of my dad's master bedroom like it is really big bedroom I have like 20 foot ceilings in my room which is crazy I actually don't even like acknowledge that my ceiling is so freaking tall like it's awesome. Why am I like sitting here like convincing myself that I like shouldn't move? Like I'm literally doing that subconsciously. Anyways, um, <laughs> the room was a decent size. The bathroom was really nice. There was uh, laundry in unit. There was a nice walk-in closet. It was a great, great apartment. I really like it. That is definitely like I could see myself living there. It had nice big windows with like natural light coming in. Super cute. He showed me a few different one bedrooms after that, but none of they were all like the smaller layout and none of them had an island and the kitchen is kind of just like on one of the walls of the living room like it gave very much like hotel kitchenette vibes to me I don't know if that makes sense but like I really want an island because I want separation between the kitchen and the living room and I also don't want to have to pay for a kitchen table or worry about fitting a kitchen table in an already pretty small space so I think instead of having a kitchen table being able to have an island would be so much nicer because it's like I don't need a kitchen table if I have an island like I'm not gonna be hosting 
dinner parties at my apartment i might have like a few friends over but then it's like okay just eat at the counter or eat on my couch like it's not that deep so yeah that's how apartment touring went today um i still again i'm gonna keep looking i have a few different showings set up and i hope to get another one set up because um i want to keep my options open and also the one that i looked at today was very pricey like uh, I would like to find something a couple hundred dollars cheaper than what that was, um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it went well. It was really exciting to actually like decide to go do, like I've been talking about it for so long. It was really exciting to actually go and see an apartment, so yeah, I'll keep you guys updated um, on how the rest of the showings go this week, and yeah, I think I'm gonna get into my emotionalness and my period now because fuck this. So yeah, not been doing the greatest today in the last couple of days. It's just like literally an up and down, like I'm on, you know that one game, I don't know if you guys ever played it, it was like a bird, or was it a bird, or was it, I don't know, you would like hold down on the screen, and it would like go over these sand dune hills, and like you would like release it to let it go up, and then it would go back down, that's how I feel, like my, my emotions are literally just like hills and valleys, or whatever it's called, like I just am going up and down, up and down, and I'm sick of it, because I don't understand why I can't just feel stable, like, why can I not just feel, like, good, you know what I mean, like, is that really too much for a girl to ask? I was sitting in my bed, and I saw this quote on my friend's story, I screenshotted it, because I kind of want to talk about it, because they were, like, really, this episode is going to be weird, sorry, y'all, um, I hope you guys gained something from it, I think it'll be interesting, but it's just gonna be all over the place, there really isn't a theme here, I was just talking about apartment hunting, and now I'm talking about quotes so we'll see what happens so the quote is keep your empathy but protect your energy period this like i read this and i kind of got emotional about it because i was like wow like that hit me keep your empathy but protect your energy i feel so often that i find myself being so consumed with trying to help others and like be there for others and like be somebody like be a shoulder for somebody to cry on that like i find myself slipping into this like negative space if that makes sense like i i really don't want to like talk too much about what i'm thinking about right now because i feel like uh, it's just like I shouldn't say it because I don't want anybody to be able to figure out what I'm talking about but like there's this person in my life and I love them so much this person sometimes is like a really negative person and they always have something going on with themselves and they're always kind of bringing it to everybody else like they're always oh I just hit the the mic stand. I'm sorry. I always do that because I talk with my hands and there's this freaking pole here. I don't know what to do. I think I think I need to figure something else out, like a different setup because I literally am always punching this thing. Anyways, they're always like dealing with like problems and then they're always bringing them to me or other people and I don't know what they want out of that. Like, do they want just like somebody to hear them out or do they want solutions or do they want, you know, what do they want out of it? Because it's so hard. Like, I feel like I'm never good enough. I don't know. I'm not sitting here like, oh, I'm not good enough. Like, I'm not saying that. I don't want your pity. I'm just saying I feel like I can't give them what they want. And I feel like that's because they're just, they don't even know what they want when they're bringing all of these like problems to everybody all the time. Like, I don't know how to help you when you've texted me the same thing. 
45 times this week. Like, I don't know what to say anymore. I've said all that I can say. Like, what do you want me to say? I can't help you. Help yourself. All I'm trying to get at is I'm the type of person that like wants to be there for people and I want to be able to help people when they're struggling because obviously like I care so much about them, but it gets to a point where it feels like I'm being dragged into that and I'm worrying too much about the way that they're feeling and like whatever they're going through that I'm also like second-handedly putting myself through that even though it should be so far removed from me like I shouldn't even really be like that consumed with it at this point in my life like I wish the best for them and I want them to be able to live like a happy productive good life like I don't want them to be struggling obviously that's the last thing that I want but like there's only so much I can do and it feels like I'm draining myself trying to always like be there for this person so I read this quote and it kind of made me a little bit emotional and I also just wanted to like read that quote to you guys because if you guys also find yourself always trying to like help people and fix people and like put other people before yourself stop it like stop it you need to protect your energy you need to like take care of yourself first it's literally like the airplane uh, oxygen mast analogy like before every single flight the flight attendant gets on the speaker and they walk through all of the different safety precautions and they always say make sure to put your oxygen mask on before helping others put their mask on that right there is literally like an analogy for life. Put your own oxygen mask on. Help yourself before helping others. Like make sure you're okay. Make sure you have the mental capacity to deal with other people's problems. Like you need to make sure that you're dealing with your own and you you have the capability of taking care of yourself before others. And I think I've gotten a lot better at that over the years, but I'm still not great at it. And I can find myself kind of slipping into this like negative space because I I'm trying to help people that are in a negative space and then I kind of get dragged down with them. So that's a good quote. Another quote that I found on that same page um, that also is kind of similar is do not let your empathy impede on your self-respect or rob people of experiencing the consequences of their actions. So again, this kind of goes with like what I just said, like the empathy thing, like be empathetic, like try to help people, be there for people, but also like you can't just be there because like they're your friend like if they're going through something and you feel it's your responsibility to help them because you're supposed to like you're supposed to be there for them because you're supposed to be friends with them but if the things that they're complaining about or the things that they're going through like they're not taking responsibility for or like they have some part in it or they're not doing their part in it like they're not trying to help themselves they're just coming to you and like expecting help don't do that. Like, don't let people walk all over you. Don't let people just assume you're always going to be there for them. You're going to drop everything in your life and, you know, be there for them because that's not okay. And that's terrible for us as people. So those are two little quotes um, that I thought I would share. I don't know why I decided to do that. Oh, I decided to do that because that was the first thing that kind of got me emotional. I was like, damn, not even emotional, but it just like hit me. And I was like, damn that's facts that's facts that's facts and then I went on TikTok real quick just to see I don't know see something I guess and I saw a BoJack Horseman or I heard I, I don't know I watched a TikTok on my For You page and it was to a BoJack Horseman audio and I'll play the audio for you guys because um, this also surprisingly kind of goes hand in hand with um, what I was literally just talking about which I didn't even realize the two were connected they're literally directly connected. Okay, I'll play the audio. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was hurt, but then I realized that's just how you are. You know, maybe I just need to stop expecting you to be a good person, so that way I won't get hurt when you're... I was hurt. Yeah, so that got me in my feels on top of the other thing, because I was already thinking about, like, pouring myself into others and, like, not filling my own cup, and then um, that hits me, and I'm like, okay, maybe I need to stop expecting these people to, like whatever, whatever. You get the point. You get the point I'm trying to get at. Um, that's kind of what set me off on this emotional little thing. But now I want to answer your guys' questions about being a girl and having a period and anything that you guys are wondering. <laughs> First question, be honest. How often do you wash your bras? Because I really don't. I've seen a bunch of TikToks about this. I don't think that you need to wash your bra every single time you wear it. And I also don't think you're supposed to. And I also don't think any of us do. I probably will wear my bra like four or five times without washing it, which might sound gross. And I honestly think it is kind of gross, but also I feel like we all do it and you can't be washing your bra. Like it, first of all, if you wash a bra that much, it's going to like fall apart. Like most of my bras are like, they're expensive from like Victoria's Secret, but they're like not made of quality. I don't think so. Um, like first of all, it'll fall apart if I wash it every single time I wear it. Second of all, I have like two favorite bras that I rotate between. Like I want to wear a, like, I, I don't want to wear these like uncomfortable bras that I have just cause they're cute. Like for a special occasion, like maybe I'll pop out and like wear cute bra even though nobody sees it like wearing cute bras like having cute bras is like so pointless i guess if you have like a boyfriend it's not but also like i don't even care when it comes to that it's like more for myself like when i put on like a matching little like underwear and bra set i'm like oh my gosh my life is so put together i feel so like cool but yeah i have two main bras i would say two or three no, probably two. Two main bras that are like the comfiest bras. They're my favorite bras. And I just rotate those. I just flip flop and I wear them like multiple times. So you're not alone. You're not alone. Um, make sure that you wash it sometimes though, because it can definitely get to a point where it's like literally gross. Someone said, what's your go-to food to eat when you're on your period? Weird thing, guys. Weird thing. I hear a lot of girls say that they eat a lot more on their period and they have like all of these cravings and I definitely get cravings like I don't even know what an example would be like it's very niche like it, it depends the day whatever I'm craving when I'm on my period but like people say that they eat so much on their periods and I am like the opposite I have no appetite when I'm on my period I rarely feel hungry I don't know if it's because like my stomach hurts and I just feel like bloated and crampy that like I don't feel like 
eating but I like don't have an appetite like I don't go all out and like indulge on my period like I do that all other times like I'm always eating a lot but like when I'm on my period it's like the one time that like I don't have any appetite like right now like I don't want to like promote anything unhealthy because I am going to go downstairs and eat like a fat meal after this because I already know what I'm going to make and it sounds good but like I have not it's like 7 p.m and I have not eaten much today like I think I had like maybe one meal and like usually I eat three meals a day so like that's not good for me so honestly my go-to food to eat when i'm on my period um i always seem to crave chick-fil-a on my period which sounds weird but i think that i get chick-fil-a every time i'm on my period um and that's just my go-to food but also like i love warm foods like like a soup I guess that kind of goes hand in hand with like being sick, like being period, be, being on your period and being sick is like kind of similar, which is kind of crazy. We're just like casually sick once a month because our body is like just, ugh. you know what I mean? That's kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, I don't really have a specific food. Let me know in the comments if you guys are watching on YouTube. Um, do you guys have like a specific food that you like to eat when you're on your period? Someone said, have you ever had any scares if you and Leo are intimate? Genuinely asking girl to girl, LOL. Honestly, no. I don't think I ever have, which I'm very grateful for. Let me, let me quickly knock the fuck out of that wood. Somebody said, would you and Sadie ever move together? I feel like you guys talk about the same situation. Um, me and Sadie definitely relate in so, relate on, relate in, relate on so many different aspects in life. Like we are constantly talking about things and it feels like I'm just talking to a mirror. Like everything that she always is saying or complaining about, not saying she like complains all the time, but if we're like ranting to each other about whatever's going on in our lives, everything that she says to me, I'm literally like, wow exactly like how did you read my mind like we feel so similar in so many aspects and I feel like we're kind of both at like a weird point with what we do like social media wise we both do very similar things on social media and are very like active on social media but at the same time we're very removed from social media and what I mean by that is neither of us she definitely has like a lot of friends that do social media and stuff but I feel like she doesn't really like love that life like yes once in a while it's great to like link up with those link up you bye i'm actually gonna jump out my window now why did i just say link up i was on like a roll then i said link up <laughs> i hate myself once in a while it is nice to hang out with you know the people that i've met in social media and same goes i don't want to speak for her but like i feel like we kind of feel the same way like once in a while it's great to go to festivals or go to events and like see other people that do the same thing as you and that you've made these relationships with and like you are friends with like that is i'm not saying like n people aren't friends here but all I'm saying is I feel like me and Sadie both see eye to eye when we say we want like a very normal life. We aren't, you know, completely obsessed with this idea of, you know, like the influencer lifestyle, the whatever these TikTokers are doing, whatever these other YouTubers are doing. That lifestyle is cool and I used to think that I wanted it. Like I just wanted to be, you know, going to events all the time and just hanging out with other famous people, quote unquote famous people and all this stuff. But like the older I've gotten, the more I've realized like I just want to live as normal of a life as possible while posting on social media and being able to make a living off of it. Like that is what I care about. I want to live a normal ass life because I'm a normal ass girl and I don't care about all of this clout shit and this like fame stuff. And I feel like a lot of people in social media and a lot of the people that I've even met 
I like them and they're cool people and they're great to be around and they're fun, but it seems like their priorities just aren't the same as mine and that means that we really could never be amazing friends just because, you know, you can't be best friends with somebody where you guys just have completely different priorities in life. Like, you care about how many views you're getting on your Snapchat story, story where I care about, like, making genuine friendships and having people that like I feel so good around if that makes sense I'm not bashing anybody here and I'm not like alluding to anybody in particular but that's just kind of what I'm saying I guess and I feel like Sadie kind of feels the same way like she also has agreed like she wants to live a very so we see I don't even know I'm getting so in-depth in this we see eye to eye on so many different situations and we're kind of both you know living in our parents house our friends are in school we are at home a lot we don't really know what direction we want to take our lives right now and we both kind of want some new source of independence um she's talked about moving she's talked about wanting to go and travel different places so yes we are very similar we talk about a lot of the same stuff and like we're in a lot of the same situations however going back to the whole like roommate thing that I was talking about like I think that would take away from what I actually want which sounds weird like I think living with her would be so much fun we would have so like literally the best time together I think I could totally live with her and you know I'm not like crossing that out of the box like ever like I'm not gonna say like oh I'm never gonna live anywhere with Sadie like totally would love that someday like if it worked out but she lives in Florida I'm not thinking about moving to Florida at least yet I would love to at some point I think it would be awesome I would I would literally love to do that but she definitely is not moving to Wisconsin and I'm not moving to Florida right now so not right now um Um, and also I feel like what I was trying to get at is like we both need our space and when it when you do social media and like you're filming YouTube videos and recording podcasts all the time it almost feels like the only option is to live alone because it's like it's so hard to film stuff when other people are in the house and like they can hear you like right now I'm recording this podcast knowing damn well my dad is probably like listening through the air vent into his room you know what I mean like it's just inevitable like he can hear me and like part of it is just like oh I don't like that or like if I were to go down to the kitchen right now and like I was vlogging say I was vlogging and I wanted to like make a little snack and then like my dad and my brother are sitting in the living room it's like I'm not gonna film because it's like awkward when other people are around and I'm not saying I'm like awkward filming in front of Sadie but like if we were trying to like record our podcast or film a video and like the other person's just like chilling on the couch it just is like ugh. I don't know if any of this is making sense. That was a lot of yapping for no reason. I feel like we never really got anywhere. Um, I'm just going to move on to the next question. My ex is spreading rumors. I cheated, but I didn't. I'm so fucking mad and I don't know what to do. That is so terrible. Oh, gosh. See, part like, uh, I hate that so much because like cheating is such a horrible thing to do. And for somebody to just like make that up about you and like start spreading that. I will I wish I knew like does he actually think you cheated or is he like he knows damn well you didn't cheat and he's just saying that to like throw dirt on your name part of me wants to be like go beat that dude's ass like actually fuck him but also part of me is like you can't control what other people are going to say and think about you and you're not going to prove to everybody that you're innocent in any like this goes for any situation any type of rumor being spread about you or anytime people are talking shit you're never going to you know please everyone you're never going to get everybody to believe you or to prove that you're a good person to everybody so don't waste 
all of your time trying to prove that you did do something or that you didn't do something or that you're innocent like don't waste your time trying to prove to people who like don't matter i know it sucks but things come and go very quickly especially like when you're young whether you're in high school or college like rumors there's always rumors things get forgotten really quickly because soon there's going to be a new rumor that people are talking about and people are going to forget about it. I know it's a really shitty rumor and it really sucks when you care a lot about like your own like integrity or you have a lot of integrity or you I don't know like I pride myself on my integrity and like my loyalty and being a good girlfriend and like having respect for people so if people started saying that I was a cheater I would be fucking pissed because that's like attacking my integrity versus attacking attacking me as like if somebody was saying like oh I'm ugly like that's attacking me in a different way and I couldn't care less if somebody thought I was ugly or saying that I was ugly but when you're in why do I keep saying intacking if you're in oh my god I did it again oh my god I did it again um let me reset take a deep breath (sighs) sorry if you are attacking my character or my integrity that's when I get pissed so I feel you girl I I completely understand like why you're so upset like so valid in that um but I will say like you're never going to please everybody you're never going to be able to like get everybody to believe you which is shitty and I know it's shitty and it sucks to hear that advice but don't spend your your every waking minute trying to prove that you didn't cheat on him because it's not worth it people are gonna forget about it and everybody's gonna move on and you're gonna be able to move on and he's gonna get over himself and learn that he's shitty and honestly karma's gonna get his ass anytime that i started a rumor about somebody not saying i started a bunch of rumors about people but like you know my petty ass in middle school i've talked about how i was a little raging bitch anytime i said something about somebody that shit came right the fuck back to me and got me bit me in the ass and you know kicked me to the ground so karma's gonna get his ass don't worry about him focus on yourself just be a good person but don't spend too much time trying to prove that you're a good person or that you didn't do what they're saying that you did somebody said how much clingy in um quotations is too clingy in a relationship um i don't really like this question because i feel like it's really subjective like some relationships are super like inherently clingy and like they're both super clingy and like you know they always want to be together they they never want to be separated every single time somebody goes somewhere the other person has to and they're both okay with that and that's the way that their relationship works and that's the way that they like it that voice crack bro that voice crack every damn time every damn time like why am i literally a teenage boy going through puberty like my voice cracks so much and i don't know why this question is very subjective but i will say very broadly the way that i kind of like i don't know see this in my own relationship and how i've been able to kind of just like release i don't know i don't even know if that actually makes sense now that i'm thinking about what i'm saying um i don't know I'll say this, if you or the other person, your partner, is not able to have a life outside of you, that would be too clingy in my opinion. It also can come across as controlling and those two things can definitely coexist. Um, If you're in a relationship, I'm going to say it in terms of like my relationship just so I can like give easy examples. These are not true examples. This is not real. This is hyperbole, not hyperbole. This is hypothetical. Say my boyfriend wants to go hang out with his friends one night. He's like, hey Bailey, like can I go hang out with my friends? They're all watching football, you know, Thursday night football and I want to be with the boys and I want to play for night and I was like oh no like I didn't let him if I was like a little bitch and I didn't let him and I was like the only way you can go is like if I come with you 
wait this is just controlling i don't even think this is clingy is that clingy mm, okay wait let me take it i don't even know what clingy means i guess that is part of it like I didn't let him or I did let him go but then like I'm texting him the entire time like you know waiting for his reply like I want him to give me his attention and energy even though I am like not with him and he's doing something that he wants to do with his friends in his own life. I think a big thing is just being a good judge on like are you guys giving each other enough space to be independent? It is so important to also have your independence in a relationship. Yes, you guys can love each other. You guys can spend every make waking minute with each other if you want, but there is still part of you that needs to have a separate life away from your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whoever you're dating. You need to have friends of your own. You need to spend time with family without your partner you need to do all of these things like without your partner you know what I mean like you can't just have everything in your life revolve around this one single person you need your own life and vice versa your partner needs their own life so long story short I feel like it's too clingy when one of the people in the relationship feels as though they can't live a life outside of the other person without constantly you know needing to be checked on or you know seeing what they're doing does that make sense I don't know if this is making sense I think if you're too worried about being clingy you just have to take a step back and be like okay am I being too clingy? Like you, you can tell, you can tell, like, are you letting this person go and like have their fun? And like, you know, maybe they don't answer for a few hours. God forbid. That's okay. That means that they're living their life. They can do that. They don't have to be on their phone texting you every waking minute. Let them have their fucking life. You have yours come together at the end type of thing. Should I use soap down there during my period? So I hear so many mixed um, opinions about using soaps and like feminine washes and stuff down there. Um, I'm not a gynecologist. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a biologist. I don't know what I'm talking about. But from my own research and personal experience and, you know, the amount, like the crazy amount of girl talks that I have done on social media like whether it be my youtube channel or here on the podcast i've done so many girl talk videos and like talked about so many different topics like periods sex um vaginal things everything shaving razor bumps everything right um i've learned a lot from researching to answer your guys's questions and try to give advice and like you know educate myself as well so i feel like i have a good a good idea of the answer to this question but I also again I'm not a doctor don't take like medical advice um because I feel like this is a medical topic kind of but also no it's not it's literally like a hygiene topic I'm just trying not to like get myself like I'm not trying to be like oh my gosh guys I'm struggling I'm struggling using soap down there is okay despite what you might hear people say like oh my gosh Vagisil like it messes your pH balance yes it does there are bad soaps and there are good soaps I think it depends on what how first of all how sensitive you are down there like if you use a soap and all of a sudden you feel like your pH balance is thrown off you're having like weird like discharge these symptoms you're having like you can tell when your ph balance is off it's very normal for your ph to be thrown off like it happens to girls all of the time so i think when we're talking about using a wash or a soap down there it's very important to understand if you're sensitive if you're not sensitive and then also look into finding a good soap do your own research i really like the v gentle soap um i don't even know what it's called or what the brand is but all i know if you type in v e e gentle 
the wait v-e-e gentle yeah that's it's v with two e's gentle um feminine wash it's basically like an apple cider vinegar um wash and apple cider vinegar has like the same not the same ph balance as your because that would mean that you have a very acidic am i allowed to say i don't know ew i hate that word ew 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 oh my gosh i say that word as like I'm calling my brother, like, say my brother does something funny or whatever. We're making a joke and I'll say you're a pussy. But actually referring to your vagina as a mm-mm. That actually just made me throw up in my mouth a little bit. I don't know why I said that. I normally don't say that. <laughs> don't cancel me. Forgive me, please. Something about the apple cider vinegar. It's really good for you. And then also, like, um, I don't know. You just need like a pH balancing wash. Make sure you're not using anything scented. You're not using anything that like lathers too much. That's another thing that I've noticed. My uh, soap that I use, my wash that I personally use down there just because I like to use it. I like to feel extra fresh. I know people say water gets the job done, but also like water doesn't get the job done anywhere else. Why would water get the job done down there? You don't wash your hands with water. You don't wash your feet with water. You don't wash your hair your hands did I already say that I don't know like why is water enough just down there especially when there's like all of that extra like there's shit coming out of your ass you're telling me you're not washing that was so weird weird to me weird to me I get it though like I've I've heard gynecologists say like my gynecologist has told me all you need to use is warm water so I'm confused to me it just doesn't make sense I like to use a wash but I use a good wash it's the V gentle it's pH balancing it has never caused me any issues it doesn't lather up too much which tells me that there isn't like a bunch of like chemicals and sulfates and I don't even know what makes soap lather up but it feels like very like gentle that's why it's called V gentle so when it comes to using a wash down there on your period I like to you don't have to but also I feel like you should the dove unscented soap bars i heard are okay for down there i don't like saying you should or should not do something just because if somebody chooses not to i don't want to call them like unhygienic or say that they're dirty but for me personally if i'm on my period i'm definitely using a soap down there but 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 i've talked about this in other girl talks but i want to reiterate it because it can be literally make or break when it comes to this don't put soap in there anywhere near like don't get soap like actually like in your vagina or even like on top of like your vagina damn hi grandma hi dad like i always be getting myself into such weird topics during these episodes um yeah so get it like around you know like the vulva wash your vulva but don't wash your vagina and i hope you know the difference if you're a female okay too much info too much information i would say yes um but you do you baby why do females feel the need to bully other females or make things up and spread it around this is a really good question i wish that actually i do know the answer and it all boils down to insecurity and jealousy people happy people secure people people that are you know okay with themselves they don't make things up and bully other people or spread rumors or talk shit this goes for guys and girls i mean girls are definitely a lot more drama oriented they're a lot more i don't know girls are definitely 
more frequently shit talking starting rumors things like that but guys can also do that don't worry don't worry and guys bully guys bully it all boils down to insecurity and when you're like that can't be it because like literally every single girl talks shit every single girl is insecure anytime unless somebody like really did something wrong like i am talking shit because somebody affected another person in a horrible way or somebody did a bad thing that i'm talking shit about it's not like i'm talking shit about her care or no i'm not talking shit about like the way that she looks or like what she's doing i'm talking shit about the person that she is like she is a bad person she did xyz to my friend that's why i'm talking about it that type of shit talking is fine um it's still not good like just like take that shit somewhere else take the negativity put it somewhere else you don't need to talk about it you're not involved even if you are involved uninvolve yourself if i think back to any time that i was talking shit about a girl for no reason like they didn't actually do anything or they did something so insignificant or like minor that like i don't even need to be like thinking about it or talking about it but i'm choosing to talk shit or i'm hating on her or i'm saying things about her i'm even just thinking things about her to myself anytime that i did that which by the way hasn't been in a while it was back when i was insecure back when i didn't realize that you know we project our insecurities onto others <laughs> so back back when i was you know talking my little shit every single girl that i was saying things about i was jealous of them they had a fatter ass than me they had longer hair than me they were smarter than me they had a boyfriend and i didn't they had more expensive clothes they had cooler shoes they had xyz that i didn't have and i was jealous and that is why i talk shit because i was a jealous little insecure bitch so yeah moral of the story um girls are mean because they're insecure and a lot of people believe it or not never grow out of this they never grow out of this you would be so surprised like i mean you guys have probably seen it in your own lives you would be surprised the drama in some of these mothers like my not my friend but like <laughs> people my age's mothers in drama like it never goes away like girls i i i hate to like not be a girl's girl or be like girls suck like i actually hate girls um <laughs> i don't hate girls i love girls but some people never grow out of it there are moms there are grandmas that still consume their daily lives talking shit about other girls and whatever and it's because they're insecure unless they were hurt by this person or they're you know if you're there's val val validity there we go valid validity oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh you guys i can't speak there is validity in talking shit when it's necessary and i'll stand the fuck behind that if somebody does you dirty talk your shit i mean you don't need to like be all dramatic about it but like you you're okay if you want to rant about it to your friend or whatever that's okay but there are grandmas there are mothers there are aunts there are sisters that are just talking shit at their old grown ages because they're insecure and jealous and it's sad that some people never grow out of that i feel like i've gone to the point even being only 18 years old i feel like i've gone to the point where i'm able to register the fact that like if i if people are talking about someone and i think about like i have a negative thought about them for a second i am able to usually like figure out is this a valid thought that i'm having like did this person really do something wrong or am i just like low-key jealous of this person and i want to chime in on the shit talking and if i realize that i'm just like jealous or i'm insecure about my own self then i take a step back and i realize this person whether they're not around or not or whether they're around or not they don't deserve people talking shit about them unless they do then talk your shit again but yeah 
I don't know. I feel like I've gotten a lot, like, really, really good. Like, I haven't talked probably shit about shit. I don't know. I just, it's, oh, okay. We're moving on. We're moving on. Someone says, does cranberry actually make it taste good or just so I don't get infections and such? LOL. Um, I think I have, like, kind of looked into this because I've had this question asked to me, um, in previous girl talks and, like, maybe I, I don't even know if I've answered it ever, um, but when it comes to, like, eating pineapple and drinking cranberry juice and all of that, um, there is some studies, I believe, this, again, not a doctor, I, this is just research, maybe, that I've seen or, like, TikTok research, like, this is not, like, scientific, okay, but from what I've seen, um, there is some research and, like, studies that suggest that, like, what you eat does impact the way that you taste down there because of something, so yes, maybe eating pineapple will make you a little sweeter, but at the end of the day, it's really just, like, have a good diet, like, eat healthy, eat whole foods, like, eat fruits, eat veggies, that's what's gonna actually alter, like, the way that you taste, like, if you're eating a bunch of junk food and you're eating, like, a bunch of like I don't know what else would like make it like if you're just eating like a bunch of greasy foods a bunch of fatty foods you're eating like just eat healthy and your body will reflect that and that's the biggest thing that I can tell you my camera really stopped recording mid-tangent um I don't really know what I was saying um I don't think that there's any harm in you know eating pineapple like pineapple is good for you pineapple is a fruit I think people have seen success with it so I don't think it's like sorry useless to try <laughs> to do and then the thing with cranberry juice i was talking about like utis and stuff people say it flushes you out but when you're doing the cranberry juice thing make sure it's like completely 100 sugarless if you have any sugar in that i mean cranberry juice has natural sugars but like if you get like the sweetened cranberry juice that's not going to do anything for you you need to drink like the pure 100 cranberry juice that like tastes like shit like that's what's going to help and that's what all like helps people but also when it comes down to it i feel like if you just are eating healthy that's gonna help you so much better like so help you so much more than you know forcing a can a can I guess a can of pineapple juice there's that but I was gonna say like forcing a whole pineapple down your throat like before your sneaky link comes over that's not gonna help as much as just like eating a well-balanced like healthy diet you know what I mean um so yeah yes and no I think that there's like, it'll help a little bit, maybe, <laughs> I don't know, maybe just, like, look into it, like, research, because I don't know, really. Someone said, is sex painful? Um, no, it shouldn't be. If sex is painful, then you probably should get it checked out or look into it, because I recently heard Megan Trainer on a podcast, this is so fucking random, but Megan Trainer, she recently found out that she has something wrong with her vagina. She has, like, some sort of issue with her um vag where like it <clears throat> sorry it doesn't like stretch open like a normal one should like it doesn't dilate like a, dilate is that right I don't know but yeah Megan Trainer said that I don't even know how old she is I think she's like mid-30s or something she said that she has been having sex her whole life and it's been painful and she just thought that that was normal and she just recently found out that it's not supposed to be painful and that she has something like medically wrong with her and this whole time she thought like sex was just painful and she's been having sex and it's painful and she has a problem sex should not be painful sex should not be painful at all if sex is painful you have something that you need to get checked out if we're talking about like losing your virginity that can be painful because of the whole like cherry popping situation 
but like after like your first or second time it should not be painful at all so yeah if it's painful get it checked out because sex shouldn't be painful okay <laughs> i'm gonna end this episode i barely got through any of the questions because i was yapping so much sorry about it um i love you guys hopefully i gave you guys some insight if you asked a question whether i answered it or not um if i didn't answer it i'm very sorry but whether i answered it or not um thank you so much for submitting questions you guys are the ones that are keeping this freaking podcast moving because i did not know what i was going to talk about today and i feel like i actually created a decent episode out of um nothing and it was just all because i'm on my period and emotional and i thought that maybe you guys wanted to ask me questions about being a girl and being on your period and all of that even though i didn't even really answer any questions about being on your period um maybe i did i don't know i love you guys i'll talk to you next wednesday bye